one of one is missing. Uh-uh. I knew something was up. Pop, that's almost twice as much going for the same price. I just freaking love that Raider rookie logo. Doing more buying. Which one of these five quarterbacks has the worst set of pass catchers to throw the football to? Guess how much I sniped this for an auction. Number to five, you dirty yep. animal. I'm telling you, these optic on-card autos are money. Huh? 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 Let's go. Football cards, collecting and investing. His name is Andy. My name is Carter. It's all a part of the NoOffSeason.com sports card network. Andy, I one of the coolest things happened to me this past Saturday. Okay. So th- this just shows you the power of football cards. Okay. And we're going to talk about prison. We're going to talk about everything. Okay. Um, You know, so, so I did the show this past weekend in Shreveport, right? And um, it was good. And it was mostly my LSU YouTube subscribers coming to say hi. Right. So uh, for those who don't know, I set up and actually do my LSU YouTube show from the sports card show in Louisiana. And there was a guy named Joel who walked up. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Another power LSU subscriber. And he was not. He was a subscriber of this show on this channel. And he drove six hours. Uh, or how far, I don't know how far Houston is from Treeport. I, I, I think it's four, four hours. Uh, just come meet me and hang out. And he was awesome. And Andy, he bought my favorite card in my uh, collection. And of course, I gave him a really good price on it. And it was awesome. So Andy, I, I'm, I'm very happy to have people that, that, that love what you're doing, man. The power of the YouTube channel. Wow, man. I, uh, I'm I'm impressed. That was that's a that's a that's a long drive, but uh, I mean that card that you had that that was the 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 Manning is that was that was the card yeah, the last week. Peyton Manning, John Elway, dual autograph on card uh, number to five with two chunky game worn patches. Uh, if you stick with this, I'll show you the photo of the card, and he's going to have a piece of that history. Uh, Peyton Manning himself has held this card. I, showed it to him before when I got to meet him a while back, but man, it was, um, it was awesome. I really appreciate uh, him for making that trip. And uh, Andy, we, we love our viewers, man. We love what you guys are doing with the channel. Yeah, we really do. Really do get a lot of great uh, ideas, feedback to turn out. The national was awesome. So I'm looking forward to that again this year, getting to hang out with everybody and talking shop talking shop and 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 this week carter i'd like to uh talk a little free agency a little free agency right. primer talk about what the market's doing some prism uh where where do you want to start i found some really interesting sold data between a couple vets that i think you'll find interesting let's roll with it cool so you know uh free agency primer i think i think a big move right is is going to be uh, what happens with this quarterback landscape? You know, right now, Kirk Cousins is scheduled to hit the um, the open market. We also have guys that like Justin Fields that are rumored to be traded with the top overall pick uh, in the Bears that the Bears have. So my question, Carter, was it, to you is, do you think uh, Kirk and Justin Fields both stay put where they're at? Or do you think they move? You also have Ryan Tannehill, uh, Baker Mayfield, Gardner Minshew, and then we've got some wide receivers we I want to get into. But I first want to ask you about those two quarterbacks because I think what happens to those guys impacts 
what what some of these other teams do. Yeah, it, it's a really good point you make because if the Vikings are fighting between paying for Justin Jefferson and not paying for Justin Jefferson, uh, and and they're all hung up with the guaranteed contract money. Well, if you're going to want to run it back with Jay Jettis, uh, there's no point in signing him to such a big deal, Andy, if you don't expect Kirk Cousins to stay there because you don't want to pay a wide receiver as much as you're going to have to pay Justin Jefferson if you're going to do an experimental situation at quarterback. So I think Kirk more than likely will stay with Minnesota. I think Justin Fields is definitely going to move. What say you? Yeah, I think Justin Fields is going to move. Uh, just, just kind of, you know, getting to know the Bears organization better over the past couple of years, and and how easy it is for them to fill that stadium up. I, I think that uh, they'll they'll get just as much hype, if not more, with a new rookie quarterback. So I think that they they move him before the draft, and uh, potentially Atlanta Falcons. And and that's why I would ask that because I know we talked about the Falcons a bit last week. But uh, the past week, the the Falcons have also been rumored to try and trade for Kirk Cousins. Like they've been like actively inquiring for uh, about some of these veteran quarterbacks. And if you look, you know Baker is likely to stay in Tampa. Uh, Gardner Minshew is is out there and available. Ryan Tannehill. Out of those four, I would say Kirk Cousins has probably been the best in terms of just a pure passer, uh, pocket awareness. Kirk Cousins has been fantastic. He's been consistent in the pocket and obviously he's connected uh, with Jay Jets who's amazing but um he's propelled him to putting up um, amazing numbers Kirk has thrown when he's healthy for easily over 4000 yards at a high efficiency level so you know you got to think wherever Kirk goes it's going to be a big boost to the wide receivers there um and and so I've got his rookie ticket autos pulled up because they just like I want to show you something Carter let's go this is not a sold either. This is a BGS nine rookie ticket auto Kirk Cousins that is available for sale for $130. But Kirk is, is an 11 year veteran at this point that doesn't, I mean, besides some nice seasons and impre impressive statistics, like I just mentioned, the, the 4,000 plus yard seasons, some pretty decent efficiency numbers. If you go and compare him to, a Mike Evans rookie ticket auto. Now this is a sold from yesterday. The same exact card, but for Mike Evans, uh, Mike Evans rookie ticket auto BGS nine, hundred ninety five dollar confirmed sold. Buy it now. That's sixty five dollars more than what the Kirk Cousins is listed at available. Interesting for a QB as well, a decent QB at that. Yeah, so it's um. It's, it's quite a, an interesting examination here. They're only uh, two draft classes apart, but in terms of like quarterback to wide receiver, you know, the wide receivers, their age production curve, it's uh, they decline a little bit faster than quarterbacks. So the reason why I'm looking at this is because Mike Evans is also hitting the free agency market. And I, I got a, a tweet that I didn't want to see this morning that says that they are far apart on contract extension negotiations. So I got to think that Mike Evans is leaving the team as well. And so when, uh, when I look at the markets, a lot of people think that quarterbacks just instantly are the number one go-to, you know, player to buy into because they have the most upside and this and that. Um, 
But when you look at like this Mike Evans market compared to Kirk Cousins market, totally, totally different. Yeah, I would say this, Andy. Mike Evans going on a contender, I'd love to see it, right? And that's no disrespect to the uh, to the Bucks. I mean, you won a playoff game last year. You were kind of a contender. But, you know, you lose Canales, and I think Mike doesn't want to start over with the new OC, and he wants to go to a better team as much as that would break your dear, beloved heart, Andy. I, I could see Mike Evans on the move and, and going ring hunting. Uh, I, I would love to see it. But at the same time, Andy, I see a lot of veteran receivers just go to the team uh, that will give them the most money, even if it's not the best situation, right? We saw this with DeAndre Hopkins uh, last year. So I hope Mike, if he does go somewhere for your sake, Andy, it goes, he goes into the AFC and not the NFC. And he goes on a team that actually could win it all. I would love to see him like on the bills or something like that. Mm. Really the bills, uh, I, yeah, I was thinking maybe he'd be better off on the, on the chiefs, <laughs> but, oh, yeah. uh, huh? Huh? yeah, I, I would hate to see him go to, uh, like Carolina or I, I doubt that happens, but, uh, you know, it's like a division rival that would just be the worst, absolute worst. But, um, in, in terms of card value. So another thing I wanted to look at is the difference in, in quantity of rookie cards, different rookie cards between, Mike Evans and Kirk Cousins. And so uh, let's, let's see if we pull up here 2012 so we can look at Kirk Cousins. He's got 567 different rookie cards. It's just a, a third of Ryan Tannehill. Russell Wilson's got about 1,200. You know, and, and a lot of those, each of those, you know, they'll have their own print run, but some of those are printing plates or one-of-one, stuff like that. It's just giving you an idea of the variety, you know, so lower the variety, obviously the lower the availability in, in any marketplace you look at and inherent scarcity of the card. So if we go here and look at Mike Evans, he's got 2,400. So he's also got, you know, roughly four to five times more uh, different rookie cards because of his first round draft capital from 2014 than Kirk Cousins from 2012. So you would think that the Kirk Cousins uh, rookie card market would be a little bit more valuable, but it's really not. And I know we're we're coming off of his his uh, his injury, but he's also got this stigma around him in winning playoff games and winning primetime games. And Big Mike is just clutch, right? I mean, he's got yes. the ten, <laughs> ten plus consecutive years. So it just goes to show you, you can just invest in good players that are consistent that cash in year in, year out, and their values will appreciate. In the current market, depending on where, where you buy in, and obviously you still got to buy low. That's a that's a whole different uh, challenge. You know, you could just overpay for a card and it lose value. But I thought these were two really interesting free agent markets to look at, uh, Carter, as we kick off this free agency primer. Yeah. Um, let's – Talk a little bit about Prism, uh, if you don't mind, Andy, because uh, I, I I I was at the show this weekend. The kids love Prism; they really do love this year's Prism, even with some skepticism around the Anthony Richardson autos. 
uh, in, in there. And there's a huge story about PSA saying no to an AR auto, which looked not after the fact, it looked like an actual sticker autograph. Uh, but even with that, Andy, it, it seems as if uh, this year's prism has been a hit, even without CJ Stroud autos being in the product. Oh, yeah, and in fact, if you look at the overall market right now as a whole, Carter, the the top the top selling players right now on eBay in terms of buy it now and best offer accepted sold items are all uh, twenty twenty three rookies, and most of this is from is through Prism. It's through Prism right now. If you if you go and like actually dig through the sold results and sold pages, you're gonna find eighty to eighty five percent of these numbers right here. 253 in the past 24 hours for Anthony Richardson are prism. Um, and the same thing can be said for Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Levis, Brock Purdy, and Jordan Love are the only guys here in the top 10. Besides your boy, look at your boy Joe Burrow pe peeking his head in there. Um, that are that are selling right now a lot on eBay in terms of buy it nows outside of this rookie class, this this 2023 rookie class and prism. Yeah, and I, I'll be as honest as I possibly can. I am loving the look of the product. And, and I know I've said this every week, but I got to keep saying that Panini really did some good stuff here. And I know it's 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 popular to, to, to crap on them with the redemptions or whatever. I'm just saying strictly from how these cards look, I love them. And there's not really any rookies in this class that I particularly just love right because it wasn't a big lsu class but i i love the way the product looks um you know we, we could get into quality control and all that but it's hot people are still loving it and andy here here's something else that's interesting i i've seen it on my shelves i i don't i don't know about you but i've walked into um a few walmarts and i've seen prism just sitting there um and this was going to be something that i was going to bring up to you Every time Prism comes out, it's the same big age-old question. Should you buy wax or should you just buy singles? Buy the singles, but Andy, if you want to go for the hunt, go for the hunt and, and, and rip, baby. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of value to get out of this product. I I, I do want to go back to that Anthony Richardson auto. I don't know if a lot of people are kind of familiar. Yeah. Just share like kind of what we know about what happened but apparently this gentleman right here, uh, John Ban, pulled this Anthony Richards. I don't know if he won it in a break or if he pulled it, but then he submitted it to PSA and they sent it back and said, do not hold her, could not authenticate the autograph. And it, it's not an event signed card. This is a card directly with a sticker auto from Panini. Is that correct, Carter? I believe so. I The, the way I understand it um that this is a, 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 a just like a, your normal sticker yeah so so you can see one over here that says you know it's this is the anthony richardson auto graded psa 10 uh no no grade on the auto but you can see how his auto looks like i mean it's much you know just get a you get a good idea of what his auto typically looks like and that's what i've seen in the past too and then here's the card that he submitted that got rejected by PSA. It does look quite different. Yes. Yes. Um, and I, I did also see Anthony Richardson doing some private signings 
uh, this weekend, and his auto looked a little bit more like uh, the 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 first one. Let me see if I could find them. Uh, but nevertheless, it's a it's a weird weird situation. Um, what what do you think? I mean, do you think his SIG could have just changed? I mean, that that's something that does happen over time. You know what could have happened. You know, so out of out of the quarterbacks that are actually able to sign Panini cards, he's he's the top one, clearly the top one. They've got Bryce Young, they've got CJ Stroud, they've got Will Levis, all on Fanatics exclusive deals. So none of those guys can sign Panini cards. So if you look at the variety, Anthony Richardson is just cr uh, crushing these guys in terms of uh, more cards. So you know, over Bryce. And CJ, Anthony Richardson's already got over 400 more cards, different cards that all have their own print run. And they're probably a lot of those are autograph cards. So my my theory potentially is Anthony Richardson got sick of signing stuff. <laughs> he signed so much stuff from Panini because he's the only relevant quarterback that could sign stuff for him that you know, when this when this book of stickers came to his house and this is not, you know, I don't know. I'm just speculating here, guys. But not this book right. of stickers came to his house to sign. He's like, hey, called up one of his friends or got his girlfriend and said, hey, can you sign these stickers for me? Because I am just sick and tired of signing stuff. And now Panini is is very, you know, spec speculative of, of these new autograph cards that are coming in because they look nothing like the ones that he's been signing. I don't know. Let me bring this up to you, okay? Um, and I don't have a good signature. I don't. Um, I did get asked to sign two different things uh, this past weekend. And my handwriting is so sloppy. And my signature changes from, like, like item to item. I couldn't imagine signing as much stuff as these athletes have to sign. Right? It's ridiculous i've signed like three things and i'm like goodness i couldn't imagine signing book after book sticker after sticker and this is not the first time that this controversy has happened andy i mean we've seen this with luka Doncic. obviously that's one of the more famous examples and then we also have andy the the age-old dak prescott stamp uh uh controversy so yeah man i you know, autographs themselves are always going to be a big thing, but I'm a game-worn patch or auto guy anyway, but it's it's always strange if you really believe uh, that, the, that the card was actually signed by uh, the player. I have a feeling that the, the these Anthony Richardson autos that are look like the one that was uh, returned do not holder, the bigger signature, I guess, is the way you could describe it are, are going to go undervalued and, and potentially oh. they're going to be devalued and people aren't going to want to buy them as much. I mean, th this, uh, this post here went pretty viral on Twitter. A lot of people talked about it. I saw a couple of YouTube channels talking about it as well. So, you know, I, I think it's, it's, it's got, it's, it's made its way around. So, you know, I, I think that those cards are going to go undervalued because people are concerned that that's not an authentic signature. Although on the back, it does say Panini, guarantees this autograph uh so that's that's an interesting one and, th and then that also goes back to what we were talking about last week on card autos or sticker autos you know with the on card auto they had to witness them sign the card at an event yeah. 
versus sending them a book of stickers on their own time and signing them behind closed doors. So that's just going to even further drive up the value of the on-card Anthony Richardson autos. And maybe maybe it'll balance out the event signed ones that are authenticated from Anthony Richardson compared to, you know, some of these that are getting returned. Uh, do not hold her. Yeah. Um, as we always do, Amy, about this portion of the show, we answer viewer questions. Let's start with the newbie, Chaswick Jeffrey Von Bronswick the third. I love that name, by the way. Heck of a name right there. How are Mahomes cards not worth more after his third Super Bowl? That is a um, really good question. That's a question, Andy, that a lot of people have asked. And uh, just like we predicted, it, it, Mahomes winning another one didn't skyrocket uh, his cards, Andy. And it's just it's how it is. The stuff is so expensive already. Yeah, but they, they did go up, right? I mean, you, you just look at here at the, the graded market. A lot of people just immediately go to the graded mar market for Mahomes because of a reprint and counterfeit issues. Um, they definitely went up, and we're looking at a 180-day trend, so that's over a six-month time period. So it's basically going back to August of last year, so you're getting that preseason hype. And so from preseason hype till today, you got increases, pretty significant increases. I mean, you look at a brand like Playoff, a Panini Playoff is one of my lowest-ranked brands. And you can see here that um, January 8th, this card was 234.50, And then Super Bowl, Ooh. we had a $525 buy it now. So there, there was people making uh, double-ups on Patrick Mahomes. You just had to get creative. Um, so we definitely saw his card values go up quite a bit, Carter. But you're right. I mean, you look at the... The price of that prism, I yeah. mean, this thing is just already so expensive. I mean, you can't compare it to anybody else. I mean, this is a, a $250 prism PSA 10 for Christian McCaffrey, uh, you know, even like Deshaun Watson, any other 2017 quarterback is just not comparable. You can't compare him to Brady because Brady literally only has like – 400 different uh rookie cards and Mahomes has a couple thousand so it's like uh, you can't do that comparison you can only do like a comparison that's similar and Mahomes is just way way up there in terms of value already so there's so much success already baked in man yeah and that's a good point about the playoff set versus a prism set um which card do people want more they want the 2017 prism Patrick Mahomes but if you're looking strictly to to flip, you're going to have to go buy a $3,000, $3,500,000 card and hope it gets to, what, at least 5 k for you to make a profit on that. That's a tough ask where you could have just bought the playoff PSA 10. I don't like playoff. You don't like playoff. But you have to ask yourself, a $200 Patrick Mahomes PSA 10 rookie card. Um, that probably was a good buy, right? Because he's Patrick freaking Mahomes. And if you're looking just to flip and all of that, then that was probably the card to, to do it with, right? Um, so it's it's always a weird thing um with Mahomes. Chaswick follows up here. 
is it worth buying more numbered Mahomes cards or just buy random low-end rookie cards? I'm stuck on buying 20 30 $40 numbered cards instead of saving for rookies, is what Chaz says, Andy. Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting concept because Mahomes is chased in virtually every set from every year at this point. I mean, he's the face of the NFL. So, you know, that's definitely a good point. But I don't think you're going to see the the spikes in those that you'll see like from like we just looked at playoff. And here's another one just from the actual Panini, just base Panini. This is another paper stock, card stock type cards, a very thin card stock. It's, um, it's, it's not a bad PSA 10 hit rate, as you can see here, about 50% from raw to PSA 10 conversion. But, uh, but I think, you know, most people do go first and foremost to the rookie card market, especially for a guy that was drafted by the team that he is still crushing it and melting faces for. It's a little bit different when you look at like Christian McCaffrey, who went from the Panthers to the 49ers and you look at his rookie markets just clashes with the 49ers colors and everything. So uh, there's a lot of collectors for San Francisco that'll go after uh, serial numbered Christian McCaffrey cards. And we saw about an equal spike, sometimes greater spike on new product like 2023 prism for Christian McCaffrey than his rookie cards. Um, he also had a lot of success baked in once the playoffs and the Super Bowl came. So, but, um, but yeah, I would say, I would I would focus on like these oddball rookie uh, cards from Patrick Mahomes and get them graded. It's worth the rolling the dice and flipping the coin. If it's a fifty percent PSA ten hit rate, it's definitely worth getting it graded and trying to to get it home. Because I I would I would think that there are some people out there that will sell this raw card for. Let's look at the PSA eight. Yeah, I mean, there, there's people that have this base panini. You can maybe find this raw card for like 60, 70 bucks. Well, you get a PSA 10. The peak for that card here in the uh, in, in the Super Bowl was 550 bucks. That's an insane appreciation to the value of your card. You buy for 50, grade for 15 with PSA or 20 with PSA. You got $70 in the card, maybe 75, 80 with taxes, and you're able to turn that into 550. I mean that's 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 big. So I that's that's where I would kind of attack is some of these more oddball, lesser known sets for Mahomes and get them graded and see if you get a ten. Yeah, and make sure the card is good, right? If the card has a clear dent on it, oh. more than likely it's not going to be in the fifty percent. It's it's going to get the ten. Family Burliner asks Andy, do you have an actual set ranking list? Uh, he does. Go to Patreon.com slash football cards and uh you 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 can you can find it it's a work in progress carter we we started with 2023 and w- worked our way back um and so yeah just shout out to j kid he's helping me with that but um it is a work in progress but we do have that shared in google sheets um and we collaborate on that so yeah uh, check it out uh footballcardquest.com yeah. And if you're not a patron already, it's well worth um, the seven or so bucks a month. Tim, my guy, is the only guy here who's, who's as big of a Jaden Daniels fan as I am. Um, he's talking about the sports card boom. And we say also hi to Chad, Hippie, uh, TJ, the card collector, says Carson Beck, 
to the moon. Andy, that's Georgia's quarterback. Or do, you, do you know some Carson Beck? Oof. I'm, I'm, I'm super interested to get your take on him and, and what, what you think is going to happen with his draft stock. Because, I mean, this th with the draft coming up, man, the combine, this is going to be really exciting times for these guys with Bowman first, Bowman universities, leaf cards, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, so Carson Beck isn't in the draft this year. He decided to come back, and he'll be the starter at Georgia. And I, I like him. He's not going to fail next year with Kirby. Uh, so his stuff is only going to go up for me. The question is, will he be the QB1 of next year's NFL draft cycle? I could see it happening. I really can. Um, Sean G5 was the first one in here. Jason uh, FJ86, Swamp Donkey, Chuck, uh, and, of course, the pseudonym of Gabe Davis. Got to love it. Uh, he's a Jackson Dart guy. Um, he's also a guy coming back for Ole Miss. So let's start with uh, Mark D. What are your thoughts on Rome Adunzi, Andy? So I've heard uh, right now he's projected to be like an early second round pick. No, and, no, he's, um, he's, he's locked in first round. He's locked in first round. Yeah, he's locked in. I, I would I would be perplexed if he slipped to the second round. Well, so that that means that because I was looking at a variety of different mock drafts, and one guy I can't remember his name had him projected for early second round. So, I it means that maybe some people are undervaluing him, and right. maybe there's opportunity there on his cards. Yeah, I mean. Mark, if you want my thoughts uh, on my own wide receiver prospect rankings, Adunzi is my wide receiver three, right? Malik is my number one guy. Marvin Harris is my number two guy. The one thing I would say about Rome is he is not on the same tier as Malik and Marvin, and people are trying to talk him up into that tier. Um, mm -hmm. And look, he might go to a far better landing spot than either one of those two, I have seen some reputable mock drafts, Andy, that have him um, in the first round over uh, Malik Neighbors. I've seen a few on NFL.com that has Rome ahead of NFL uh, of Malik Neighbors. So if he does go number five to the Chargers, you, you could see uh, uh, some spikes in his Bowman first. Yeah, man, it, this is going to be super interesting because I'm looking at his his base rookie auto from Bowman Chrome first um, going for $44 today or actually yesterday in a buy now serial number out of 25, 200. I mean, if you were to compare that to, um, I, I mean, you, you compare that to, to let's say 2023, it's not quite as expensive as like Puka Nakua, but there's definitely some success baked in. It's also inherent scarcity with just having like, this set and a couple sets like Bowman University, uh, Bowman's best and Bowman University to really chase for him. $50 base rookie to uh, rookie autos with with um with non serial numbered. That's that's uh that's nice, that's solid, man. Right? I, I just think Malik and Marvin are way better than him. I, I really do. I, I know that's not like some like unreal take, but I am. Such a huge fan of Malik Neighbors. And I understand I got LSU crap autographed all over the back here. I 
if, if there was one guy I would pick to be successful in this rookie class, it would be him, regardless of where he ends up. I really do think um, he is that good. Um, Andy, your, your thoughts on Marvin Harrison's uh, market, man. It, it seems like he's got a decent amount of college cards out, but the big thing is his Bowman first was this past year. And look at this thing, a PSA 9, number to 99, 355. It's, it's, that's that's a price, and it's, it's higher than what I would have thought. Yeah, I think you're chasing him in uh, packs and breaks and trying to get, get lucky and pull him because paying, buying this, his singles at this price, I mean, there's a lot of success baked in. I'm not sure how much is really going to spike during the draft time. I think a lot of people are already expecting him to go in the top five to ten picks. So it's like when that expectation's already there, the prices are going to be be there as well. So I think we're seeing a lot higher prices on Marvin Harrison. It's also a lot harder to find um, like just those base rookie auto uh, cards with the first logo, a lot harder to find. And look, there's one out of 25 that we saw for uh, Rome selling for what, about 200 bucks. This one's going for 530, oh. man. Orange shimmer out of 25 for Marvin Harrison. So there is a ton of hype baked in. I, I think you at this point you're just hoping to pull them. And if you pull them, I would I would cash out heading into the draft. I would absolutely look to sell him right now. I mean, you can tell with this auction only having three bids, it probably started out at like three or four hundred dollars. And so you don't even have to start ninety nine cent auctions on Marvin Harrison Jr. right now. His his hype is really high, uh, and, and it's it's probably on these cards. It's probably going to peak out um at draft time you know yeah i'm i'm actually looking at a few auctions here i'm elite neighbors um let me see if i could share my screen andy oh i got you i got the link you sent if you want me to pull that okay up. yeah but i want to um i, I want to i want to send you actually so see that one goes for 114 30 in a psa uh psa 9 that same Ooh. one number to 75 both of them raw i'm looking at them right now one sold for 96 on January 29th, and then on January 20, uh, January 31st, New Year's Eve, it went for 148.50. So Malik stuff is going up, and this is coming from a Malik um, wannabe collector. I'm going to wait till he actually goes to the NFL and starts buying start buying these cards. But Malik stuff has gone up as someone that, that that's looked at him uh, fairly closely. It, it's interesting because it seems like, though, he is undervalued compared right. to Marvin Harrison, obviously, but also, uh, Ro is, is it Rome? Is it, he saying it Rome? Uh, Rome and Juzzi. It sounds yeah. like he may be undervalued compared to those two guys, which right. we, we've seen this, which is odd because you guys had such a good offense last year and Jaden won the Heisman, but we've seen Jaden's rookie cards undervalued compared to other uh first round projected quarterbacks just like the big names it's almost like your your lsu guys are going a little undervalued here man which is strange yeah. because the hit rate on wide receivers coming out of lsu has been really high very 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 high uh even the ones that don't get gassed up like a dj chark uh tend to turn out to be okay um Let's all right. So Chaswick uh followed up with a Patrick Mahomes question. 
uh, Chadwick, we we can help you out. Join the Patreon, and and we'll we'll give you some advice on what you want to do to build your Mahomes, uh, your yeah, Patrick Mahomes collection. Uh, let's see. Uh, we the chat. Andy wants us to talk some quarterback prospects here. Is there a quarterback that you personally love, Andy? more than consensus or are you pretty much locked in on Caleb Williams being the best guy? Uh, you know, I was, I was studying a couple draft profiles and I really am. I really am super interested in Jaden Daniels. I, and, and this is just totally my unbiased. Like this is just me doing research on the draft profiles because he came, he he's like played really well, but, you know, like looking at his his history, he came uh, from obscurity, really, at Arizona State. He played with uh, Brandon Ayuk, right, back in uh, back in 2019, and yeah. he's kind of transferred up. And it really wasn't until this past year, as, as a senior with LSU, that he really stepped up as a passer and and hit new benchmarks as a passer. So when I see that that tells me like there's a chance that he could be undervalued because a lot of people aren't recognizing his newfound passing talent and, and just viewing him as a pure rusher, in which case he may be undervalued. He may be the guy that goes and surprises a lot of people and is drafted ahead of a lot of other people in the draft. And then all of a sudden the landing spot is huge. Like what about, um, you know, the chargers are such an interesting team, new head coach, Jim Harbaugh and uh, and and new offensive coordinator as well. Do they want to make a move on Herbert and get a new quarterback? I I, I don't I, I think they're going to stick with Justin Herbert, but I'm I'm part of the guy that's part of that rumor mill, right? This is my wildest NFL draft take. Okay, and I saw uh, our guy Chad D, who's who's our most one of our most loyal viewers. Uh, talking about Minnesota being in play for Justin Fields. Okay, I this this and and this going to set the internet ablaze, and that's fine, Andy. That's fine. Justin Herbert to the Vikings. Okay, so JJ McCarthy, the quarterback of Michigan, is getting gassed up like crazy right now. Okay. My bold, uh, these are two bold NFL draft takes that probably won't happen, but I'll throw out there because it's it's just fun. J.J. McCarthy gets selected before Jaden Daniels. As dumb as I feel that being the case, just from speaking to, uh, to, to a few sources I have out there, scouts and all of that, and then just feeling this way, I just think, they're going to uh, one team is going to take JJ McCarthy out of Jaden Daniels. Could it be the Chargers at number five? Right, JJ uh, McCarthy's coach Jim Harbaugh is down with the Chargers. Who is a team that would be willing to trade the farm to go get Justin Herbert? Well, the Minnesota Vikings. Right, Minnesota desperately needs a new quarterback. Uh, they, they, they obviously Kirk Cousins could play, but coming off the the, the injury, we'll see what happens. Jim Harbaugh and Minnesota's GM have a relationship, okay? So Chargers uh, get sexy. They trade Justin Herbert. They get pick number 11 from the Vikings, and they get another first and another second out of it. And 
the the Vikings send Daniel Hunter and a, and, and a bunch to go get Justin Herbert. That is the hypothetical. I think is uh, that 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 will happen. Uh, but Andy, it seems like you 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 think the Chargers would be a little open to doing that as well. Yeah, I think so too, man. I think so too. Wow. I think anytime I think you have when you have like new coaching, new coordinators, and you have more of a, a focus on on the run game, and they look at the receiving room, and you've got uh, and you've got Keenan Allen that's going to be thirty two, Mike Williams that's on a bloated contract who's who's you know flamed out, uh, Quint, Quentin Johnson. They're like Harbaugh's like who the heck approved the drafting this guy, you know? And so it's like. They they kind of have to they kind of have to do a little bit of a of a rebuild there and when with that they're gonna say let us get our guys we got some capital let us restructure this thing let us get our guys. But I think Harbaugh is gonna stick with Justin Herbert and I think that's a smart move uh, to do. Jim Harbaugh's a weird guy, but I think he's gonna stick with it. That's just something that uh, that that I think could happen they should not move off of justin herbert but i'm i'm just throwing it out there huh ha, 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 ha. uh let's go to click Bates, who is a member i love it he's got the cool little green insignia is anything caleb williams a flex player do you double down and, and hold right now andy i'm trying to find his comment but uh what, what was his oh there he is there he is there he is we got so many comments flying in. It's hard to keep up. With yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, is, is anything, if anything, Caleb Williams, a flex player, do you double down and hold right now? Yeah, that's, that's a um, very good question. So I was pulling up some, some preliminary data, sold data here on these, some of these uh, quarterbacks, Drake may uh, JJ McCarthy, uh, Jaden Daniels, uh, which he has a very, very small availability of rookie autos. And then Caleb, I think Caleb Williams is just in a whole nother stratosphere in terms of his rookie auto market. Right. So that's, yeah. I'm going to, let me see. Let's, let's see what some of these solds are here. That's, and then, and that doesn't have a first that's out of 499. And it sold for $121. So, I mean, it's probably three times as much as these other guys. Like, I mean, there's a um, a PSA 9, J.J. McCarthy, that's that that's not a first as well. Two days ago, 110 It's actually a pretty impressive transaction there. J.J. What, what, do, you, what do you think about him, Andy? Well, have you watched, have you watched a lot of them? Not not a whole lot, to be honest with you, no. I'll, I'll tell you this. There are some things that he's done as a collegiate quarterback that is ridiculous. He's got a few big-time throws, and he is significantly younger than some of the other quarterbacks that are in his tier. That's not including Caleb Williams and, and Drake May. They're also year three guys like, like McCarthy, but – like Jaden is 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 older. He's got more experience. Uh, Michael Penix, Bo Nix have more experience. So what some NFL executives are saying is like, well, JJ McCarthy only lost one game as a starter, and he made a lot of these ridiculous throws. But there was also a lot of games where he threw 
like for like 70 yards passing and they still won. Right. There was a lot of games where he didn't really need to do a whole lot. Um, a, a huge scramble here, a big throw there, but there wasn't a whole lot of games where he was just going out there and winning them uh, for Michigan, like these, these other quarterbacks. So I could see the upside there, but he's not the biggest guy. He's not the absolute most athletic guy either, but I, I, it, it's, I think he's a year or two away from us even seeing if he's a starter level quarterback. Hmm. So he could he could land in a spot where he develops behind a starter, uh, yeah. and potentially would re- have to rely on an injury or a situation like Hendon Hooker, where it's kind of like we'll see, wait and see what happens with Jared Goff, and it, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna take an injury or, or contract, you know, going through its uh, life cycle for him to become a starter. Minnesota would be a good fit, honestly. Sit behind Kurt, uh, Cousins and. And uh, just just go from there. Thomas says JJ has all the tools and was not asked to throw touchdowns around the goal line. Yeah, because they had a great offensive line and running game. Absolutely uh, true there. Um, so there you go. Everyone's called. Everyone's called me cray cray. I like that too. So you see all all like all these prices already pretty crazy on on quarterbacks. So that like that makes me want to transition to focusing on like Ooh. the running backs. Is there a running back in this class that you think can can at, uh, almost be as hyped as uh, Bijan or Jameer Gibbs out of this past class? I like Audric Estime, Andy. I, I really do. Um, big He's back. Not even on the top five. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are times when I watch Audric Estime and I'm like, man, this guy could be the best running back in this draft. And you take a look at someone like him. He went to Notre Dame. Absolutely massive, massive fan base. And he was a freaking beast. We know he's got the proper size uh, to play in the NFL. And I, I I, think I think he's got a shot. You know, Auto's right there, numbered out of 75 for $25 out the door. Sure, why not? It's a little expensive for that orange one right there. But, um, but you know, I, 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 I do like him. Yes, so I, I like the entry price point a lot better as well. If I can find the the rookie autos with the first for under or at twenty dollars, that leaves me with some nice upside to flip them. As you guys saw in some of the earlier examinations of um, of Roman Duze or uh, or Malik Neighbors, um, it'll be interesting to see out of these guys which ones actually get drafted in the first round, if any. Just because the running back market has has been different, but then last year we saw Bijan and and then the shocking Jameer Gibbs pick at twelve last year. I got a feeling we may see a running back go again in the first round, man. Ooh, yeah, I, I'm not sure if any of these guys will generate the hype, but for me, up to this point, the I'm not a huge Bucky Irving guy, but. Smarter people than me, Andy, are huge Bucky Irving guys, if that makes sense. When I watch them, I, I don't necessarily feel like Bucky Irving is special per se, but when you factor in pass catching, um, you know, the 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 Oregon Ducks were one of the biggest screen teams uh, in all of college football. Factor in his elusiveness, Bucky Irving's also 
um, a very sexy prospect. I'm a little shocked to see Will Shipley and Blake Corum that high. I think they were a little bit of a product of their environment. And Trey Benson looks the most like an NFL back. I mean, the dude is a unit with some some good wiggle, played in a counter-based scheme uh, at Florida State. I like Trey Benson okay, Andy. I, I don't, I'm not sure if he's special. So out of the backs, I really do like Audric Estime, and I've drafted a decent amount of Braylon Allen up to this point as well. But you look at the the, the difference in prices for his autos uh, compared to the others, that's ridiculous. I'm starting to think that one wasn't even a, a, a real listing right there. Yeah, it is an interesting one. When we, you kind of like have to go find an average, right? Because you find a card like this and like, all right, well, clearly this is a scan, but it, it looks like a scan. But then again, it is in a card holder. It looks like it's in a little card stand. So you can't put a card stand in a scanner. Uh, so this is a strange sold but it looks legitimate man i mean the seller is 100 positive got 334 feedback uh this but this trey benson uh, bowman first rookie auto sold for four dollars new listing it probably sold almost immediately um because his uh, well i mean green refractor out of 99 1450 i mean this trey benson looks like he's undervalued out yeah. of 25 for 27 carter this is really good prices especially when you compare them to, to estimate to, to even estimate these are very yeah. yeah so this this is the exact process yeah here you go confirm there's another bowman university first and it sounds like uh you know trey trey benson may be one of the top running backs in the class and yet he's going for a third of the price of a guy that may be in in the top five to ten and that's just that's two. I would look at a couple more to kind of paint your picture of upside. But I think right there, you found uh, a nice play of the week right there in Trey Benson. Yeah, and, and I've just talked myself into it. We said to um, the world famous Ziggy No in here, Bowman guys in in here. I, I think I have a sneaking suspicion who Bowman guy is. We see Scatter, um, Chad D, all the PHO legends i say phl the football card quest legends um there you go hobby tip of the week andy i will let you roll first and then we'll get into play of the week cool yeah so uh my hobby tip of the week is going to be shouting out one of our subscribers uh, we're actually gonna uh kind of dedicate this episode to his uh ebay store here and give him a shout out that is our man blair with prestige worldwide collectibles Guys, check out his eBay store. I'm going to link it in our chat, and I'm going to give you just a, a quick tour of some of the things that he's got um, for, for sale here on his store. But um, he's got 754 items. He's got a ton of football cards on here, guys. He takes great pictures. I know Blair personally. Him and I have become friends through the Discord and everything. Um, and so, yeah, definitely... Check out, I'm going to show you some of his high-end stuff. He's got like really high-end Herbert, Baker, um, Jalen Hurts. Got some Randy Moss autograph stuff on here. Uh, serial numbered out of five. Peyton Manning on-card auto from Immaculate. Uh, just some really, really cool stuff in his store, Carter. Look at that. 
PM18, baby. The freaking GOAT. Gotta love it. Um, might go buy me something here in just a second. Andy, my happy tip of the week is um, spreading the love, baby. I know it's very um, general, but I, I truly do believe one underrated aspect of football cards buying, and this shouldn't be the case, but who you buy from sometimes matters. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you how many times I've gone to a show and I've seen someone buy a card because they're their favorite card YouTuber, right? Or they'll sell their cards. You'll be like, oh, I did a I did a deal with the card collector too, or or whatever. It, it's like a badge of honor. It's like, oh my God, I met my card collecting celebrity. Okay. Not all of us can be um, you know, famous card influencers neither one of us are andy but i like to say we're kind of sort of on the right track but just being a good person at your booth and welcoming people to your booth from me being a dealer this past weekend uh matters it matters in a major way um especially when you're dealing with parents who are bringing their kids to your booth okay if you're trying to sell a card to a kid, make sure you're throwing in a lot of freebies. Make sure, because uh, make sure the parents know what's going on a- as well. And I can't tell you how many times I sold a card this weekend, Andy, where people afterward uh, were directing people to my booth. So how you act, um, let's say if you're having a bad day, if you're having a bad day, put a smile on that face, man. Bring the positive energy because people love that in in a major way and you never know you never know what conversations uh could could strike up uh from people and what deals uh could strike up so if you are set up as a dealer or if you're just going around buying cards uh just just make sure you're you're, you're providing that positive energy baby mm, i love it man love it you always learn so much asking questions about other people finding out what they got where they came from you know what's uh what's what's in their collection that's uh that's good stuff man so uh before real quick before we move on to play of the week carter i just want to make sure we shout out our sponsors uh check out um nooffseason.com sports card network nooffseason.com for any uh sports card rankings outside of football uh, they do have football as well, but of course we're we're experts here. We're part of the nooffseason.com sports card network as their football card experts. Uh, but they've got racing, golf, tennis, basketball, baseball, all that kind of good stuff. And then if you're looking for the perfect PC protection for as low as $12 per card, definitely check out cgccards.com, Carter. And uh, some of these, some, you, you, you know, like I'm, I'm going to flag this one up right here, this auction uh, on Blair's eBay store. This Chris Godwin impeccable RPA at a 49, 39 right now with two days left. So shout out to, to Blair's eBay store again because I might I might snipe this one from him and get it graded with CGC. There we go. Um. So, yeah, I mean, it's as Mark follows up 100% on the positive energy. I know that shouldn't matter, but 
I'm t- and, and I was like that early. Now, now that I go back and I look at it, um, you know, there's some dealers that are just curmudgeons, right? They're, they're, they're assholes, basically. That doesn't make me want to spend my money on your card. It just doesn't. Okay. And if I'm a dealer at a show, I do give out a ton of freebies. I give out my bands and all that stuff as well. But it, it matters. It, 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 it matters, right? Now, you can be an asshole dealer if you have the absolute best cards, if you got the stuff that really does move. But if you don't, uh, make sure make sure you're kind. It, it, it goes an absolute long way. Now, before we get uh, into Play of the Week, let's actually take uh, a few more uh, questions. Uh, Christopher brings up Jonathan Brooks, the running back from Texas. He's coming off an injury. So there you go. Um, Andy, is there anything that you wanted to get to before we get to play of the week here? Uh, Well, we hit on some really interesting uh, topics today. You know, uh, the free agency primer goes pretty deep. Uh, It's definitely worth taking a look at all of the um, available salary cap that these teams have. Um, so you can kind of get an idea of the potential restructures. We're going to definitely be doing more videos on that in the coming weeks. Um, but yeah, some, you know, I, I just don't think Mike Evans stays. And I think when he leaves whoever he signs with, I mean, that, that, that's going to be a really nice opportunity to sell with him being a 2014 rookie is likely you could have held, held his cards for quite a while. So I, I may in fact, like full disclosure, maybe looking to sell, and may sell some of my Mike Evans cards when that happens. Um, so yeah, I'm, I plan on being ready with those those listed, uh, just because I want to take advantage of that that news spike. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's how I feel as well. If if there's a news cycle, have those Justin Herberts. I say Justin Herbert, so it's Justin Fields ready to go. I I Andy. Sometimes a player takes a right. Sometimes they're wrong. Okay. I know uh, there's going to be quite a few comments about what I've said repeatedly about Malik neighbors over Martin Harrison. That comes with it. That really, really, really does. That's fine. I'm ready to take the L on Justin Fields. Um, I thought he was the best quarterback in that draft class. I thought he was better than Trevor Lawrence. Um, and I, 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 I just don't think it's going to work. I just don't. Um, so I say that because if there is some news coming out here with Justin Fields and his new team, be ready to freaking rip those cards, um, or, or not rip. I mean, sell. Okay. Just, just to be clear. Don't just rip them up in the shreds, <laughs> but whether it's, um, on the news or at the national or wherever, just move them. Cause I just don't think it's going to work out. I, I, I just don't. Um, so there you go. I love the optimism here. Got from, uh, my local, my local man, Michael Ham, fishing sports card hobbyist thinks that Evans is going to stay. Well, that would be awesome, man. I would love it. I like this question uh, from him. Do you like it when people flip a coin to negotiate a price? Andy? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> No, I like it when when sellers uh, give you a better price because you got cash. Uh, but with with, uh, you know, Venmo thresholds and all this kind of stuff these days, 
makes makes it interesting. I bought quite a few cards on using Venmo last year, but no, I I don't. I, I mean, I haven't had this personally happen to me, but I'm envisioning a, a seller flipping a coin to negotiate a price that doesn't sound too fun. I yeah, I mean that's just. I I've seen it. It's not um, it's not the absolute funnest uh, to do that. Now, Andy, I do want to shout out Joel. We brought up the story at the beginning of today's episode. Here he is right here in the flesh. So Joel Garza um, was able to walk away with this card right here at the video of the interaction. We'll post it on the Patreon. If you want to see it, uh, the deal going down and um, and yeah, I missed the card already. So Joel, take good care of it. We appreciate you driving and um and hanging out with me i'm sorry andy didn't come yeah Pause. man I'm, 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 yeah but uh you, really you almost you won't you actually committed to potentially giving away your black finite one of one tire yes. you i watched the interview man i watched oh, okay. the interview you guys gotta check out carter's uh power hour lsu channel uh, youtube channel the video that he posted last night interview with the young man what was his name Tylen Singleton. So he's a beast, dude. He looks massive. Yeah, he, he's he's a defensive hybrid linebacker safety. So think of like uh, like a Jamal Adams, right? They're very similar types of, of players. Okay, and he was wearing like a Tyron Matthew sweater, and I brought my really expensive Tyron Matthew cards to the show because the guy who puts on the show is a big Tyron Matthew collector. Okay, but I was like, oh, you're wearing the Tyre Matthews sweater. And just in the moment while I was interviewing him, I told him, if you're going to be a first-round pick, I will give you my Black Fine one of one Tyre Matthew card. And he said, I'll see you in three years. So <laughs> I, there has never been a time in the history of my human being where I'm rooting against an LSU football player. But I am here, okay? I am rooting. I'm just kidding. It would be a better story if he actually does become a first round pick and I have to fly wherever the draft is and and cry myself uh into giving him that card. Uh that would be uh that, that would be a full circle moment if I've ever seen one. All right. Drop confident. <laughs> yeah, he is he's a very confident young man. Um play of the week, Andy. Um it actually goes along with that Bowman guy. Okay, what are your thoughts on Jordan Love's prices? Andy, I Jordan Love wasn't going to be my play of the week, but I saw the sold data that you pointed up, uh, put up a minute ago. My play of the week might be moving him before he plays another down next year because, you know, I don't look as deep into this stuff as you do, Andy. That's why people should be a part of the Patreon. But people love them some Jordan Love, right? And he had this ridiculous run in the playoffs, marred by one stupid interception, no big deal. Andy, they they love Jay Love. So my play of the week is seriously considering selling his stuff before he even plays it down next year. What say you? I think you could. I think you probably got profit in it. You can see a lot of his cards are up 20 to 30%. And all the like the main cards that move a lot, prisms, optic hollows, uh, you know, different mosaic variations, orange, la 
orange laser. I think there's actually more juice to squeeze out of this, 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 uh, this orange here. Um, yeah, I think he can go up a little bit more, man. I, I think Jordan loves good and he had such a young team. I'm actually going to, I'm actually going to disagree with you and say okay, let's go. Jordan Love or buy. I think you buy him because I'm looking here at the, the 180. Yeah, he's up 20, 30%. But if I'm just looking at the 30-day trend over the past 30, man, he's dipped. And if okay. I could potentially find him at a show because guys are not convinced that he's good and, and get in on a deal like I did on Tua last offseason – I'll definitely be targeting Jordan Love because we saw him spike on two different occasions last year, once at the beginning of the year and then once again towards the end of the year. Uh, and that's that's really nice, especially for a guy that's from the 2020 draft class, got a lot of supply, you know, being able to buy and sell two different times and make money on the same guy uh, is nice. So I'm going to say hold Jordan Love, get him rated, buy, double down. Because I mean, look, green velocity optic PSA ten, that that card should be going for more than two hundred bucks. So, I mean, so you've convinced me. So um, he, here's my thing. Okay, I I like Jordan Love. All right, Jordan Love won me a lot of money this year on on underdog fantasy. I, I and Andy, you know you know my underdog portfolio this year. J Love was one of my most owned QBs. So I'm, I, I get down with it. I, I'm, da- I'm down for you to change my mind. I, 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 I'm, I'm a little concerned uh, going into next year that this playoff run was a little bit of a flash in the pan, but I'm okay. Uh, you, you've convinced me we should be buying uh, uh, more, more Jordan love. Well, look, I mean, the NFC North, the Vikings are like a serious contender. Obviously the lions are another serious contender, but, the NFC seems to be year after year kind of wide open for these teams. They, they wiped the Dallas Cowboys shorts in the playoffs. Uh, I just think the green Bay Packers, they're a solid franchise. You know, they're one with a massive fan base. You got a lot of lore around Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and now Jordan love. So the dip is a little bit inexplicable to me. And I think that means we should take advantage. And even if I could, if I if I know I've got twenty percent profit, I mean that could kind of make it worth my while at the right price point, the right kind of card like this Optic Hollow PSA ten. Um, but then if I, if I if I know that there's an even higher upside, because there's a chance that Jordan Love can go out and exceed expectations, and he's got so many different like decent skill position players, people don't really buy into those guys. Uh, with, you know, first and foremost, right? I mean, it's like if you've got targets going to four different guys on the offense, it's just going to come back to the quarterback. And I think a lot of the money is going to end up going to Jordan Love um, over, you know, trying to pinpoint which wide receiver is going to get the targets in that offense. And there's a lot of Packers fans out there, man. So, yeah, I'm doubling down and recommending buy a Jordan Love. Okay, let's go. All right. I, I've, I've... – I'm normally pretty firm on my plays of the week. I was just saying that I, I think his hype cycle is going to get crazy um, before the the start of next year. But you're 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 saying that there's still a buying opportunity right now. So let's 
let's let's let's do it. Let's go. Um, and Gabe ball- Davis says he's undervalued and underdog too. He's been drafting everywhere he can. I, I think that means he's undervalued in fantasy. And when I see a quarterback that's undervalued in fantasy right now, it's probably going to be undervalued in, uh, in in the sports card market as well. All right, we're, we're Team J Love on, on on here. All right, Andy, your play of the week. Let's hear it. Um, man, yeah, okay, so let's um let's go let's go back to the uh, to those those Bowman University first, man. Why 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 can't it be Trey Benson running back? Let's so, go. He's number one on the big board, dude. He's number one on the on the thirty third team big board, even if it's not accurate. And the guy is top, but if, if he is the top running back off the board, it's hard to go wrong with a five to ten dollar rookie auto when a guy's only got a couple hundred different rookie cards, let alone rookie autos. So I'm gonna my play of the week is gonna be to to differentiate from the college quarterback class coming out and some of these top wide receivers to the running back market, the college running back market of these guys coming out, potentially even the, t- the tight ends. I know Brock Bauer stuff was crazy expensive, but we see, we see tight end values go up year over year, just overall like draft values. You guys have seen what has happened to um, Sam Laporta's rookie card values have been able to hang with the best skill position player values and a lot of times throughout this past year exceed them. So if we can find tight end values that are being under uh, going under that of equivalent wide receivers or running backs, then I'm all in on those guys as well. So Brock Bowers is the first guy that jumps to mind, but uh, Gabe Davis is lighting the chat up with some other guys that he likes too. All right. I'm going to give you, all right, I was gonna I was gonna save it for next week next week, but because it's a rare Monday episode, so for those that don't know, we we went to Monday because Andy has a crazy work week. He's going to the Appalachian area of the country. Isn't that right, Appalachian, North Carolina? Isn't that right, a- Appalachia? I guess you could yeah. call it that. Yeah. So you're you're going to North Carolina for the next few days. We appreciate you guys uh, bending around uh, with our schedule. Um, I got a show coming up at 1230, but I do want to, I'm going to go in and give you this play. Okay. Andy, do you want to know who the sleeper running back of the draft will be? Do, 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 or, or should I wait for next week? Should we just, should we cliffhang it or should, should we just roll with it? Should I, should I give it to you right now? I know the people want to give it to you, but, uh, the, the, uh, the YouTube algorithm would love it if you saved it. <laughs> That's true. So so should should we hook him in? Because I actually I, I I've been drafting him a lot in underdog. All right, Andy. Um, you know, Derek, who's in the chat, uh knows how well I did on underdog this year. Okay. I am not a fantasy expert. I'm not a football expert, but I like to think I know a, a little bit about both of them. There's a guy going undrafted right now, and his name is Jalen Wright. Okay. Andy, do you even know what team Jalen Wright played for in, in college? No. He's a Tennessee volunteer, so you hate him, right? You're a Florida Gator. Jalen Wright can play, okay? The big knock on him is that he was in a popcorn offense at Tennessee, which is true, okay? 
the Tennessee offense makes life so much easier on everybody that's in that offense. And it's the most unique offense that we have in college football and at any level of football. Um, Jalen Wright's got real home run hitting ability, folks. Real home run hitting ability. And I would say he is Devon Achain Light. Okay. Ooh. He's not that fast. He's not that good. But he's got home run hitting ability. So just wanted to give that out. His autos are very cheap right now. And I will more likely be giving me myself some exposure. So I was going to say that for you next weekend. But I'm giving it to you now because, Andy, I'm a man of the people. Yeah, you're a man of the people, man. You're a good you man. Got to spread the love. I was going to hold it to myself and buy as many $5 autos. But I just gave you the steal of the draft. And watch the Dolphins get them. Watch the Dolphins get them <laughs> uh, on the cheap. And they have the fastest freaking team uh, you, you, you've, you've ever seen. Gabe says Carson Steele over Jalen Wright. We'll save that hot take for another day. Um, let's see. Are there is, is there anything else you want to get to before we uh, skedaddle? We had a Cole Vu. What's up, man? It's been a while. Cole Vu. Is there anything else, Sandy? Make sure you guys hit that bell notification icon this week. I, I will be traveling for the next three days. But when I get back, I will be putting out some content later this week, Friday, this upcoming weekend. So stay tuned for that. Just make sure you hit that bell notification icon. Um, and I'll post about it in the uh, Discord server as well. And we appreciate right, guys. you guys. Peace out. Boom. We got some fun guests heading away. Uh, yes, sir. All right, buddy. Peace out. All right. Peace.